0: Hey Bessies! welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie.
1: Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember we are here to have a good time.
0: And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Batboys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey Katie. Hey
1: Dave. What's going on? Oh, you know. Another day, another dollar over here. <laughs> another
0: day, another dollar. Um, not enough dollars. Not that's enough still dollars. still working. There is just... <sighs>
1: I mean, you're never going to have the money that you want to have in life.
0: I mean, people say that, but, like, I live under the assumption that I'm winning the lottery one day. I mean, I love that for you. I don't know um, if that's a good idea. But in my head, I'm always like... It's all going to work itself out because I will win the lottery.
1: I mean, honestly, maybe that's like good stuff to put out into the universe. It's good juju.
0: Yeah. I've been manifesting a lot of things lately. Nothing has. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I mean, honestly,
1: a girl can dream. A
0: girl can dream.
1: Sometimes I just wonder why we live in the good old state of Jersey because it's fucking expensive here yeah like yesterday i was back looking at houses in south carolina and i was chuckling so i was like i'm never gonna move again but like
0: it'd be great to make down there too
1: actually fun fact both tom and i made above average salaries
0: for myrtle beach that's right nice. i was lovely <laughs> all right well But like like, normally
1: the norm yeah the norm
0: i mean that's why like completely remote jobs are kind of like where it's at right now yeah like my brother's company and erica too they can like work from anywhere and they it's make fine. but they make great good stuff, money great <laughs> good salaries. um so i don't know new jersey sucks i mean like the state itself is fine it's just like is it all the taxes all the taxes are fucking outrageous yeah we have
1: some nice perks of new jersey like i wouldn't say perks there's like nice spots of new jersey But I think then, like, you see other people, like, where they live, and you're like, huh? I mean, you always, like, don't appreciate what you have. Right, and, like, there's issues
0: with every... 100%. Where? I don't know. I was in, like, let's just move to, like, Colorado. But then again, I hate winter. But, like, in the summer and spring, and, like, it's so nice. And then I was like, well, like, why don't we just move to Arizona, and then... When it's, like, too hot in the summer there, we'll go, that's when we'll go to Colorado. There you go. And my mom's like, don't you love the ocean? I'm like, yeah, but I also love a pool. So, like, I'm fine with not having a beach. I
1: love a beach, but, like, like, my, like, I tell Tom, like, my dream is to, like, one day be able to, like, rent a beach house for, like, a month. Right. But, like, at the same time, too, like, I say I love the beach. And I do think it's because of where we do live. Like, you can't go to the Jersey Shore in the summer unless you're on the road by 7 a.m. Yeah. If you try to, like, last this past weekend, we tra- we woke up. It was 8. We checked the te- um, the traffic at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And there was, it was going to take an hour from where we're located. Which, it does not take an hour to get to the beach from where we're located. No. So, like, we didn't go. So, like I, always, like, I say I love the beach.
0: But, like, I ha- I don't go to also, the beach. Also, like, I grew up with a beach house. So, like, when I say I love the beach, I was like, yeah, I love going down to my, to my beach, beach house. house. yeah. Like, I, ne- like, we never took day trip. Like, now when I just go for, like, the day, I'm like, whatever, like, I don't really need to be here. If I had a pool, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. So, like, I could live in Arizona and Colorado. I can, like, snowbird, but, like, on, like, the West Coast. I'm kind of down with that. Like, East Coast or snowbird is, like, you live in New York or New Jersey, and then you go down to Florida. Or Ohio. Or, <laughs> and then like, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, even, like, the Carolinas. Like, it's, like, Carolinas or... Or Florida for like the winter and then you spend six months here and six months there that's kind of like I guess like everyone's dream I could never live in Florida no. um, for an extended amount of time I like going to visit and then coming straight home um, but like I can go to Arizona like live there for six months in the winter and then snowbird in Colorado I mean if you'd be like I'd be like opposite of snowboarding cuz like you know what I mean yeah you would
1: go to Colorado in the
0: well, I guess that would uh, be, there would be yeah. I was like, hold on, I'm saying
1: this and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I live in Arizona, but then I go, go, to, go to, Colorado to Colorado in the summer. Not like I live in New Jersey and I go to Exactly. Yeah. But um, I mean, again, it's never gonna happen.
1: <laughs> Same. <laughs> but it's really it's a nice dream. It's a beautiful dream. One must dream.
0: And honestly, like laying by the pool reading is my favorite. It's so nice. Time. I don't have a pool here, but um, my like goal in life, or not my, not my goal in life, literally, <laughs> Gil knows this, our next house, um, I'm like it needs to have a pool. I'm with you. And if it doesn't have a pool, then it needs to have a yard large enough for me to put a pool in. Like we need to work the pool into the budget of like our more, like you know what I mean. I like, hear you. The pool is non-negotiable. Good for you. I, I just don't
1: want an in-ground pool. I feel like they're just like, a, like Everyone complains about in-ground pools.
0: I would probably do. I like, like
1: your half. The yeah. What like your, your mom and dad. dad
0: pool that you put in the ground.
1: Yeah. Like
0: and, what Kate has. I okay, Kate has that too. It's honestly really nice, and it's so much easier to take care of. And like, if you ever want to get rid of it, you can. It's like so easy to get rid of. You just have to like, knock it over and like fill in the hole.
1: Well, you know what's nice too? Like, okay, so Tom's parents' backyard. There are no trees. That pool is frigid because yeah. there's a deep end. But like Kate's pool, yeah. when we went to the above in ground, yeah. it's obviously not as deep. It's only like what
0: four feet, three four feet. It's not three feet. That it's not three feet. It, like your name. Um, yeah, I think it's probably like four and a half feet.
1: Okay. Um, it was like the perfect temperature where we we're floating around. Like yeah. you can get in it and like be cooled off, but also like enjoy it and right. not like you don't need a deep end. I mean, you like don't yeah, it's
0: like bed. fun as a kid. Like dot, but like we were. I mean, not. I mean, I would never let my children. But like we were diving into my pool growing up all the time. Same. Um, not safe. Not safe. But your but children you know are I always need to keep my hands out. <laughs> and now I can dive into any. I can dive into a puddle safely now. Good for you, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> what a skill to have. <laughs> but I miss it. Like I don't know. Like it was so nice Sunday. Wouldn't it have been like nice just like go out in your like I'm like I can't enjoy to my go yard in your backyard it's too like hot. yeah
1: like yeah so you can't like enjoy reading outside unless like you have a body of water like imagine like right. being at Kate's house walking out onto your deck it's the morning you put your coffee down yeah. and then you're like you know what I'm a little toasty and roasty let me go pop in my tube yeah. my lounger tube with my book or my Kindle and float to my little heart's content yeah
0: oh are floating is so floating nice. so great. I need to go on vacation. Same.
1: With with what money yet? I don't really know. Well, you know.
0: We're trying to plan something maybe for September, but it's going to be TV day. Um, September or October. I'm like, I need to go on vacation.
1: I hear you. I mean, I go away in October, so I can't complain too much. I will say that the other night we were looking at... um. She I doesn't listen to this but I was like watching like Instagram stories and a girl I went to high school with is in Greece right now and I was like oh my god look at this Tom like it looks fucking beautiful and he was like well why don't you like look at prices and I was like okay he's like no seriously like for some reason i'm in the mood to like book something i was like shut the fuck up and don't fuck with me right now yeah. like what do you mean and then like of course in five minutes we were looking at prices of flights and it wasn't even, like the airbnb there was no like, flights I'll say the flights
0: <laughs> are very expensive tier right now yes
1: um so i was like ah, uh, well <laughs> great i mean
0: yeah <laughs> i mean we're going to italy in october I so i can't say, complain I feel too like hard you're like going away very soon yes um no, I have nothing planned. Like next spring, obviously, I'm going to go to Florida when my brother's back down. Um, I, might, I might try to go for two weeks. Good for you. Again, I don't fucking know. But I was like, I'll go down one week, I'll work from home down there, and then I'll just take the second week off. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, just sitting, like, out, just like, there, okay, there is something about March in New Jersey
1: that fucking sucks the soul out of you.
0: It's maybe my least favorite month of the year, it's the worst so i am obviously not a winter fan like we i don't like being cold and it's cold and it's dark but i love the holiday season so like november and december i'm thriving i get that like right when like winter's starting i'm like yes thrive january sucks but like you're still like coming down off like the christmas high february also sucks but like March, because you're so, well, like, March is, like, the tail end of winter, and, like, you're yeah. getting, a, you might be getting, like, a few, like, decent spring days, but it'll, like, literally be, like, 60, and the next day it'll, like, snow, like, you'll yeah. get, like, a blizzard. So, like, March is just, like, dreary and gray, and, like, it's literally the worst month of the year. No, 100%. See, I don't, I like winter, but,
1: like, by February is, like, when I'm starting to get, like, a little over, because, it, like, it'll still be sunny in the winter, literally up until January, and then yeah. like February and March are just like overcast twenty four seven. Like there is no sunlight. No. Like the dep- the seasonal depression is real at that's those times. That's
0: when it really. And, like it is. fucking
1: peaks. <laughs> and then even like even Aprils when we came home with Lee, um, she was born the twenty fifth. That whole week just poured, and yeah. I remember like being in my tiny ass fucking apartment with two windows. And being like, if I don't get the fuck out of this house and it's in some sunlight, I'm going to lose those my mind.
0: Showers really did bring those mayflowers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which ones? the one from the sky? Or the one coming out of my face? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just like thinking of the beach right now, and I'm thinking of reading on the beach. I'm like, <sighs> I also like today was thinking about okay, like, what do I have to read? Like, what's on my like fall TBR? Because, first of all, October, I was, like, listing all the books that I'm, like, oh, I have to read these when they drop in October. And there's, like, seven new releases. It's
1: so funny you say that because, like, two weeks ago, I've been, like, the biggest slub because nothing was, like, re- being released and I had no interest. And, like, between now and, like, October, I feel like there's, like, a million things I want to read yes. because they're
0: coming out. But I'm overwhelmed. I also, like, okay, so... It'll be two years on Christmas that I got the Darker Shades of Magic trilogy by V.E. Schwab, and last year I was like, I'm gonna read it in the fall. It feels like a fall read, and now I'm already like, am I gonna read it reread it in like, am I gonna read it in the fall? Because October I have seven books that I want to read. Who knows what else is gonna (laughs) come up? And I also like today decided that I was going to do an entire reread of Throne of Glass leading up to Crescent City three.
1: Why didn't you tell me this? What did you make these decisions with?
0: I'm telling you right now. I decided today. When? When are you gonna start? I might start... I'm going to, st- like, literally read them. I'm going to start at the beginning.
1: Well, tell me your timelines.
0: I'm going to do... I, like, like, obviously, I I'm was, not... I was planning on starting Throne of Glass Labor Day. Like, weekend. Like, next week. Okay, so I'll, I'll do it with you. Twist my arm! <laughs> I was
1: just like... Yeah. I've been saying I've been wanting so to do
0: it. I'm like, okay, so I can do... Okay, so there's, what, seven books? Well, okay. We're going to do Assassin's Blade this time. So there's eight books. Yes, we really do. Because Katie and I have not read Assassin's Blade. Who are we? Honestly, like i'm a little nervous i feel, nervous. Like, I'm a, I'm I feel like that's around. like our biggest like book talk like what's the word i'm looking for i know i can't shame think of, thank you i like, can not think of the word i'm like i feel like that's our biggest yeah thing that we are ashamed of um yeah no we never read Assassin's blade and i think i'm partially to blame for katie not reading it um, <laughs> i've said this like a million times on here that when i read it it was like before i was like really into book talk so i read Avatar and Crescent City. And then I was like, what else did this bitch write? Yeah. And I read all Throne of Glass, like in two weeks. It was like really manic of me. Um It shouldn't shock anybody though. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> yeah, <it shouldn't. laughs> and so I started, yeah, whatever. And then I saw that there was something called The Assassin's Blade. And I, like when I read about it, I was like, Oh, it's just like a book of like a few novellas myth, like prequel, like <laughs> eh, Don't need this. It. I was already like I think I was in Empire Storms, like when I like realized, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh, I'm not I don't need to read that. Um, and then obviously I didn't do the tandem read. Yeah. But so when Katie read um, Throne of Glass, like I didn't, I was like, no, you don't need to read Assassin's Blade. So neither of us did. And now everyone's like, no, you really should. It's gonna hurt. I know. But we're gonna do it this time.
1: And I really think I know you're a kale hater. I'm like kale neutral. You're a kale hater. I think if you did the tandemry this year, I'd be very curious if yeah, your if thoughts my mind. change. Like, again, I don't think he... I was never... I think I just liked his wife so much more that, like, he became okay. Like, he became redeemed by Irene. But he did have, like, better moments. Like, I actually enjoyed Tower of Dawn
0: yeah see like i like really hated tower gone and i know that there's so much that happens in Tower tower gone that people say is like foreshadowing for crescent city yeah so i know i really need to like read it and pay attention which is what the first i was just going to do the audiobooks but i was like you know what i feel like but i need to pick up on a lot Same. so i know i can get through like the first three so that okay so this is my plan i want to read the first three in september okay and then do assassin's blade and queen of shadows okay in october and then in november do the tandem
1: Mhm.
0: right is that five and six yeah okay and then
1: finish i actually like that plan so it's it not up. like get this all done in two months like space it out a little space bit. it out
0: because then it's like less overwhelming and also they're like like we said there's a million like new books coming out that we want to read so i don't want to like almost like not read what I want to read, just
1: do a reread.
0: Right. Or, like, kind of, like, want to, like, rush through it. Like, I really, I haven't read it. It's been over two years since I've read the series. So, I, I mean, I I mean, like, yes, I know what happened, but there's so much that I forget. My mom is listening to the audiobooks right now. Um, you're welcome, mother. And um, she'll be like, oh, my God, blah, on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> or I'll be like, oh, my God, I forgot that that happened. Yeah. Um, so I really want to do that. And then that leaves January open for a reread or re-listen of Crescent City before yeah. CC3 comes out.
1: I've already did a re-listen,
0: but I'm going i know, to I one, yeah, we it. did a re-listen, yeah. I think, in the spring, but I know I'm gonna need to do another. Yeah. In my head, I was like, can I do all of this while listening to I mean I, I can I I wanna get like all I want SJM like universe to be so like in my in, head, yes. By the time the CC three comes out, then I'm like, can I? While I'm doing the, you know, because I can listen to books like the Avatar series in four weeks. Yes. Like one book a week. It, totally. So I'm like, do I do that? Like November, December? Like do the Avatar books? Like, because then I'll have all SJM, everything like done by CC three.
1: I, you can commit to that. I'm definitely just going to do Throw in a Glass and
0: then definitely Crescent Center. I know. I mean, I'm not committing to that. I mean, again, we did. I feel like. We I, did an ACTA reread. We Again, that was a year ago. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: There was a couple of things I picked up this time, which I was very proud of myself because we all know that I do not pick up on anything.
0: No, I know. But now I'm like, I, wanna, I, I wouldn't do a reread. I would do. I would listen to them. Because I can't commit to rereading all of SJM Universe. Like, there are people who dedicate their whole life to the SJM Universe. And, like, their whole accounts to the SJM Universe. My, like, I could never. And I love the people for it because...
1: I think they're very out-of-the-box thinkers, Yeah, and I'm I am not, not
0: an out-of-the-box thinker. I I try to. I think. try very hard, and I'm very not. No, and I'm, like, the kind of person who'd be like, oh my god, I think I picked up on this, like, that's so crazy, like, and, and then like, it's loving. so fucking far off base. Yeah, that's how I am. I would rather have, like, Rosebud, like, theorize for me.
1: Correct, so I'll just watch wow, your videos. She's
0: so fucking smart and wonderful, and, like... She made the whole study guide. Like, she's crazy in the best way imaginable. That could just never be me. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, late. So September we're doing three. three two, two, one. I'm very excited. That equals eight. Yes. <laughs> I'm saying yeah, yes. No, I exactly. didn't even do it. No, know, exactly, exactly. In my, head. <laughs> in my head, I was like, wait, I got this right. Yeah. Because, the fir- I mean, the first two could be one book. They're box. so short. Yeah. I mean, thank God they're not fucking one book. Would it would have... I know. Well, that's why I'm surprised that you're going to do this with me.
1: I've read the first book. This will be number four.
0: Yeah, well, that was the thing, thing too. I read the series. I was like, Katie, you have to read it. And she was like, no, I tried. I didn't like it. And I was like, no, like, you just, like, need to get to book three. And I honestly, you know what's so funny? If someone said that to me about an eight-book series, like, just get to book three, I'd be like, that's a fucking waste of time. Yeah. Um, No, but you
1: were, I, I... when you trust you, 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 when you trust someone fully, like when you're, if, I knew when you were saying that to me, it really was just get to yeah. book three. But I read Throne of Glass, the first book, when I was living in Lyndhurst, because yeah. my cousin told me to read it, and I was like, this was fucking awful. And I tried again, mind you, when I was moving and bringing stuff out of my parents' attic, I found the first five books that I didn't even know Amen. I owned. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, they were damaged from like just being tossed around up yeah. there. But I was like.
0: Obviously, I like, I was trying to be invested in this and just, like, failed epically my book, two. Yeah. Yeah, I think I gave, like... So, I wasn't, like, a... I'm not a Throne of Glass book one hater, but... No, but it just didn't cap... It didn't, like... I think I liked one better than
1: two, and yeah. then by the time I was done with two, I was, like, I've already dedicated myself to two books, and, I, and they're okay. Right. So why would I do a third?
0: Okay, we had this conversation when we were talking about the, um... JLA from Blood and Ash series, <sighs> where I was like, I'm so i getting yeah I'm getting like I'm getting t- like exhausted from it yeah not like tired of it like oh it's so bad I'm just like getting exhausted from like the like just I'm tired. um But I said in that podcast I was like yeah but if I started Throne of Glass like when the first book released. I don't know if I would have made it through the whole series. You're right. You do bring up a very bad point with that. Because, again, like, the first two were kind of, like, meh. And then, like, to get to Queen of Shadows, yeah, I would have been, like, rejuvenated. But then I think that after Empire of Storms, going into Tower of Dawn, waiting two years, getting that, and having no, like, I think I would have been, like, so annoyed. Yeah. And I don't think I would have rushed to read Kingdom of Ash. I think I would have been, like, one of those things where it's, like, if I get to it eventually.
1: Yeah. I think the same could all maybe be said
0: for Zodiac Academy. Or 100%. Or I mean, again, they really shut themselves in the foot because they should have just gotten this shit together. It. it should have been over book eight. It should have been the end of it. And now I feel like people are just like over it. Yeah. And I feel like because people are like kind of pissed about it and they are over it, that it's like putting pressure not pressure as i say like it's putting like almost like a bad taste in people's mouths okay for like all of their other series no it makes sense like i don't care like i wanted to read what's it called starboard country yeah starboard and i'm like man yeah, i may, i might may, maybe again i know that they can't write the next book in Darkmoor until they finished it like ZA because it's in the same universe. It's just a few years later. So I feel like they're kind of like at a point like where they can't write any more of that. But the third, that that's been like, I don't know. Again, I could be wrong cause I haven't read it, but I think it's been at least like two years since the third book came out. And normally they're very good about like bang, you know, at least like le- a year or less in between, in between books. But I'm almost like, if they don't end ZA in like a positive way, I don't know if I'll like, I definitely won't go back and reread Dark more then. I probably won't anyway.
1: I'm um, not going to lie. <laughs> so book, oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. Bill, Katie, book three. 2001. It's been two years. It's a
0: long time. 2021. Yeah. You said 2001. I'm okay. oh, sorry, I meant 21. I <laughs> was like 22 years ago. Like, I want to know our... Okay.
1: (laughs) You know I'm going to shut my fucking mouth. (laughs) Say
0: whatever you want to say. All
1: right, I'm going to say it then. I'd like to hear from... I'd like to hear from the galley of people out there that are listening to this. Because they're rated really high, these books. Is it really good? Or is it the same thing in just a different format?
0: I think it's probably the same... See, like, that's why. Because that's I why I'm like getting annoyed. Yeah. Because Acad- it's Zodiac, different when I say it like that. Because <laughs> I can't speak either. in your catching Um up. Okay, so... So far we've read... Dark Fay Or mm-hmm. Ruthless Boys. Ruthless Boys.
1: Which was good. I liked it. Oh, I love Ruthless Boys.
0: But again, okay, so I finished writing Academy and then I immediately read Ruthless Boys. This is the first reverse harem that I ever read or white shoes that I've ever read. And... It was only the second thing that I read from them, and so it was. Those boys is very different from Zodiac. Yes, but then but I went and I read. It was the forget me not. The shell. Oh, okay. That okay. And I was like, okay, another why choose, and it was very like the female character was very similar to Elise, and I remember saying like, again, I forget the name. The blonde guy. Church. Yes. Church was very Leon. Yes, and like Benny was very, uh, rider. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, oh, there's a lot of similarities in these characters. Yeah. And, like, the relationships between, like, the female main character and the boys. And then we read The Harlequin Crew, and I was enjoying it a lot. Again, we did the audiobooks. We yeah. always say amazing things about Bridget and Jake Bordeaux. Um, they're amazing. But, again, I was like, okay, like, so this is just, like, another this is just Elise in a different font and this is just the four yeah. boys in different fonts. Like they're basically like, they follow the same, like JJ is kind of like a Leon. Yes. And like Fox is kind of like a writer and Ch- like you can kind of be like, okay, like this character is this person, this character is this person. And you can even kind of relate them. Like JJ and Leon are like, are kind of set. Like yeah. they're kind of, they have like a formula Yes. to their characters. So you can, like, pick a character in any of their books and be, like, and relate them to, like, every other book that they've written.
1: Besides Zodiac Academy.
0: Right. Well, I think because we read Zodiac Academy first. Maybe. Actually, you're right. Like, I don't think anybody's like Lance. And I'm not even just saying that because he's my favorite. I really do think that he's... He's, like, his own character. He's kind of his own character. But, like, I could see a totally. Dari, like Darius kind of being, like, Ryder or um, I don't know, like Dante kind of being like, maybe, I don't,
1: you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can kind of pick up on things, You can I guess. kind of, but
0: I don't think it's as evident with the Zodiac Academy characters. I think that they did a better job writing, like, but I think all of their, what was their newest one that came out? Of Ma- Game of Malice and Greed. Yeah. The two, like, the characters were so... like similar to the yeah. characters that have already written that it's almost like i'm just like i don't want to read these characters i anymore. also
1: think too they write light-hearted books like 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 oh okay, so when we started a game of mouse and greed i think that's right game of yeah. mouse and greed it ha- it's um aladdin
0: it's an aladdin-y retelling so
1: yeah. not that i wanted like dark and deep and mysterious like completely serious but like I wanted, I was, like, expecting, like, a little bit more of, like, a serious read with, like, some, like, good moments for, like, the relationship. Like, I don't know. Like, I had, like, in my mind what I thought this was going to be. And it was, like, the minute we started, there was just, like, jokes. Like, it's all jokes. It's all, you know, I mean like, her character. they like, yeah.
0: And, like, that's not how it's, like, in my, there's always funny parts of their yes. books. And that's yes. what I think... They're very, like, lighthearted. hearted You like,
1: need, like, fantasy. a good... I'm making, like, a, yeah, a game out by hand. Is,
0: like, it was jokes right from the beginning. Yeah. It was almost like the characters were caricatures of characters. Yes.
1: Like, I was like, what is this? Like, what am I... What am I doing? Right. It, like, made me... It, it like... It's, they don't write bad. It's just, like, after a while, like, I don't want the same cookie cutter. I Like, I don't want to live in a neighborhood of houses that are the exact same over and over again. Right. Not for me. Like, this is just, like, it's kind of proving to be not for me. Right. Which is very
0: disappointing. I know. Like, I, I mean, I'm excited. I, I did like Zodiac Academy 8. I think it, there was parts of it that were amazing. I just think, like that they didn't wrap it up well and that a lot of it could have been edited out. Yes. Like, I don't need Geraldine. We've said said this before a million times. There was no reason for Geraldine chapters. She's a great side character.
1: It almost, like, did Geraldine a disservice. Because I liked Geraldine yeah, a lot. Yeah, I honestly just, this, like, skipped over it. I skipped over it. Because I was like, shut yeah. the fuck up with your buttery fucking bagels. Like, yeah, like I don't want to hear your super shit.
0: It's not funny anymore. Like, wait, you know when somebody, like, makes a joke and it's so funny the first time and then, like, they keep making you the same a joke wars. and you're just like, it's not funny anymore. Like, now, like, you've ruined the joke. Yeah. Geraldine was, like, comedic relief. And now it's like, they're like, oh, people think she's funny. And they, like, yeah, they've, like, just, like ruin the character they've beaten this like this yeah. joke into the ground yeah
1: 110 percent.
0: so that's where we are with that <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we talked about this so many times people are they're probably like shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck
1: up. up like we get it we don't we b- talk you to your therapist think.
0: about it you obviously have a lot of could feelings. you imagine
1: i have therapy more. like so listen we need to talk about this one series i'm reading <laughs> She's no. like shut the fuck up katie <laughs>
0: honestly you should um in the last podcast, too, I, talk, I was talking about how I had just started The Friend Zone by Abby Jimenez um, and how I was, like, really liking it because the girl had, like, fibroids and, like, bad periods. And I was, like, okay. And, like, she's, like, you know, um, having, like, fertility problems or whatever. And I was, like, I really relate to this. And in that podcast, I said that I hope that she doesn't have some sort of, like, miraculous pregnancy at the end. And I'm going to spoil the end of the book. Which, like, it's a romance, so you obviously know they end up together. I'm not going to spoil anything else about the plot besides, like, the epilogue. Um, She does end up getting pregnant, but in the author's note, Abby based the character off of her real-life friend who has the exact same issues and also had two, like, normal, natural pregnancies before getting her hysterectomy. So I don't think it really, like, did a disservice to the book or to the character or to, like, people who are going through those issues but if that is something that would upset you as somebody who's maybe going through any kind of fertility problems um just like a heads up that the female character at the end does have this like what people would call like a miracle pregnancy okay but i still really liked it i gave it 4.5 stars um i actually read all three of you did add these other books so now I'm completely up to date on all of her books but um, happily ever happily ever after playlist is the second book so it's the friend zone series I guess they're all interconnected standalones um, that deals with a character whose um, partner dies so she is like you know grief and goes through like years of I guess whatever and She's finally kind of, like, coming out of that, and she meets this guy, and he's super cute. Um, I actually really liked it, but, I like, the third act breakup, like, really Mm kind of, like, bothered me. So, he lets her believe that he cheated on her, and it's like, oh, I'm doing it to protect her, like, so that she, like, leaves me and forgets about me. But, like, I don't, I did not like that. No, that wouldn't, like, go for me either. So, the the Happy Ever After playlist, actually my least favorite. Okay. Um, that I read of hers and then life's too short is my favorite of the friend zone books And it's probably my second favorite Abby Jimenez book. Okay It could be number one, but I it's but right now I'm keeping I'm gonna put it at number two. I really liked it Um, it has to do with so this girl basically like becomes the caregiver for her younger sister's baby Um, her mother dies of ALS, her older sister dies of ALS, her younger sister gets involved in drugs, so kind of like pawns the baby off on her. She's convinced that she is also going to get ALS. Um, you actually learned a lot about ALS in general from this book, um, but she's kind of like, she's... So she's, like, a travel influencer because, like, she's, like, okay, like, I might, you know, I could die at any time. Her mom and her sister both died before they were 30, so she's kind of, like, quits her job, sells everything, starts, like, in you know, making videos and stuff traveling, becomes this, like, big-time travel influencer. She obviously, like, with the baby has to like, stay put in, like, one place for a bit. She meets this her neighbor. He's super hot. Um, <laughs> so it's very, like, slow burn, like... Friends to, like, love. I really, really liked it. I really liked both of the characters. I really liked the story.
1: I mean, I'm starting the friend zone on audio after I finish Foxglove, so...
0: And the friend zone on audio, it's Teddy Hamilton, right? Yes. Yeah, so you know it's gonna be good. I'm very Josh excited. is
1: really... I like
0: Josh a lot.
1: And this one's even on Hoopla. So, like, this is what Mary told us. Yeah. So if you have a library card, and what's nice about Hoopla that I've learned... Again, I had it and just never did anything with it you don't have to wait for it to borrow it like you don't have to like be in a line because like through Libby like I'm literally on a like a three-month wait for the friend zone yeah like it's insane so like you do have 21 days to listen but it's only 10 hours in total
0: so like that's not bad um I listened to one last stop by Casey McQuiston so obviously last week was our big red white and royal blue episode I liked it um it was fine it was a little slow to start again like sometimes I feel like some books are better read than they are audio I thought the audio was done really well but um I don't know I just like wasn't it wasn't I wasn't okay you know what (laughs) okay Okay. (laughs) let's try this again um no you know when you're listening to an audiobook and like it's so good that you just find yourself either like doing chores or sitting on the couch just like you cannot stop listening that's basically like the opposite of how I felt this one <laughs> so um, it's about this girl who is like stuck on a train um, she's stuck on the Q train um, which is a subway in Brooklyn um, I believe it's like one of the trains that goes from Brooklyn into Manhattan and August, who is, just moves into like a new apartment. She doesn't really, like she's not good at forming friendships or keeping like relationships or anything like that. Um, and she meets June on the Q train. They kind of keep having these run-ins. And somehow, oh, so she works at a, <laughs> this is honestly just like the worst description of this book, August works at a pancake house. And she sees a picture on the wall from like the year that it opened 1975 maybe and June is in this picture and she's like this is literally the girl that I'm crushing on from the train how is she also alive in 1975 they figure out that she's not dead but she's not alive she's kind of like stuck in this like weird like in between on this train and she cannot leave the train so her and like her whole like little like band of like I don't want to call them misfits but that's kind of like you know, uh, Nico is, um, he's like a psychic and then you have, they're just, I love all of them, like all the roommates, whatever. They kind of go on this journey to figure out what happened to June. I don't know, it's cute. It's like paranormal and like a little magic-y, I guess. Um, and like I said, the audio was really great. I had a pretty good month so far this month. And so then I read the seven year slip which is the second book that um, Ashley Poston, I think, has ever written. So the first one was The Dead Romantics, which I know that you read. Yeah. Um, and I have That's it downloaded cute. for audio. I'm going to start the audio book actually tomorrow on my way to work. So again, it's like paranormal-ish. It's like... I, I don't know how to explain it. I want it's to call like it paranormal realism. Yeah, like it's because it doesn't seem like
1: that far fetched, but like it obviously has a little paranormal. Yeah. So the like
0: seven year slip. Um, the apartment that she lives in is magical, and she deals. She's dealing with the grief of losing her aunt, who is like super super important to her. They travel together. Um, she kind of has this job that she's like doesn't love, and her aunt leaves the apartment to her. And she knows that the apartment, her name is Clementine, she knows that the apartment is magical. Her aunt has like told her about how there's like, I want to explain it correctly. Um, Basically, okay, so one day Clementine goes home, she's in the present day and she's meeting somebody who was staying at this apartment seven years in the past. But eventually in present timeline, they meet up again. So, like, I don't know. It's really cute. And if you like The Dead Romantics, then I think you would like it.
1: I'm excited to read it. I have it on my – because you have to pay for the the Kindle version. Mm. So, I figured if I'm going to spend $11 on a Kindle version, I might as well just get the paperback. Yeah. For, like, an extra 2 bucks.
0: Yeah. Then so, then I picked you, it up. And then if you, you can always sell it. Exactly. But I feel like I'm going to like it. I thought The Dead you Romantics are, was really cute. You are going to like it. It is really cute. I really liked it. Okay. Good. Um – and then You With A View, which I know that you started. I'm fucking loving it. It's really good. I actually devoured it. Um, again, it, de- it deals with grief. So she loses her grandmother. Um, and then it's like childhood rivals. So they, so it's Noel and Theo. And they were like, what? Like there was like one and two all throughout high school. Um, and like rivals, but he... Basically, he's, like, loved her the whole time. Literally. And he always, like, used her as, like, inspiration. Like, he was, like, he, like, their rivalry, like, kind of, like, kept him going. He had, like, a very bad relationship with his father. He's also very close with his grandfather. And then they find out, so Noelle finds, her grandmother dies, who she's, like, very, very close with. And she finds these letters that were written, or she finds a letter, I guess, that was written to her grandmother by this man, Paul. And she's like paul's not my grandfather so she posted on tiktok you know people we see this all the time like do your thing yeah she ends up somebody comments like hey um that's my grandpa they meet up it's theo's grandpa paul so the three of them go on this like road trip it's a road trip that the grandmother planned when her and paul were planning on like they were going to run away and elope together and then go on like a road trip honeymoon so clementine that's clementine, another book Noel, Theo, and Paul all go on this um, like two-week road trip. Obviously, Noel and Theo fall in love. to D- um, Get me get it together. It's it's very good. And um, <laughs> he's like so broody and like closed off, but like so hot. Yeah, he really yeah. is. It's no, like amazing. Really yeah, it's really good. Um, and then I read Forget Me Not, um, by Julie Soto, I believe it is. Um, yeah, and it's about a wedding planner and a florist, and it's told in, it's second chance romance, so it's told in dual POV alternating timelines, but you, so Ama is telling the story present day, and when you get the flashbacks, they're all told by Elliot, so like you're getting both of their POVs. My only complaint with the book is that in the present day they're planning this wedding together for like seven months and he's like very involved in it and they're barely spending like any alone time together i'm mm. um, like i wanted like more like forced proximity yeah. like, than having to do things more together and i feel like this might be unpopular but the two women that are getting married jackie and hazel Hazel Renee I guess started out as like a makeup influencer and then she moved into like reality television and now she's like an actress but like something along those lines. I found her character insufferable. Like I thought that she was so entitled and narcissistic and I hated her um, but I loved everything else. Sorry I'm tracking my mom. They're on their way. Oh
1: that's Because my kid
0: is screaming because she's teething. I mean, and the fact that she's teething already just proves she's so much better than all other babies. She's quite advanced.
1: Literally, like, my mom was just text. My mom sucks at technology. So, like, when you get, like, a text, like, call me. Like, I don't know what that means. You always just think that it's something bad. But, like, she was screaming into the phone. Yeah. But, like, the phone. Like, I don't know if she was, like, on speakerphone. And I'm like, you were, I don't know if you heard me. I was like, you were fucking screaming and I can't hear you. What are, what are you screaming about? And she's like, Katie, she's teething. And I'm like. This was not just, just, You're like, okay. <laughs> I was like, can you bring her tea? She was like, I can hear like, she's overwhelmed. I'm like, just I'll meet you at the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so quickly I read not much at all. I've been in a slump, but I'm, I'm out of it. Um, all thanks to one bad luck charm, but we'll get there in a second. Um, so I did the Jassad air. I did like a back and forth between the Kindle and the audio. Did I talk about this last week or whenever no. I was we talk? No. Okay. It was good. It was good. It was a good, solid, like, debut fantasy book. There is no spice. Um, I don't think it compares at all to the fourth wing. Like, this is the thing that like we always say, too. like, Mm -hmm. Like, books can give other books, like, different vibes. Like, if I'm trying to, like, explain something to you, I can understand why people say it gives the fourth wing vibes. But I really did not pick up any fourth wing vibes in this book. No. Like, at all. There's no dragons. There's no nothing. Like, there's a competition. But, like, like you said... Thrown of Glass, The Serpent's in the Wings of Night. Like, there's a few yeah. different books that have a competition in it. Um, it's a lot of info, like, a ton of info thrown at you, which, again, was very interesting. And, like, the last 20%, of course, like, there is, like, your action. So, like, I feel like this is going to be a good foundation book for book two to build upon, but like I think it just had a little bit of missed potential. Like I think it could have been a little bit better yeah. if like she just allowed for other things to occur instead of just giving you tons of information. Mm-hmm. I do still think if you're like looking for like a solid read, it's it's good. But I wouldn't be like rushed to read this by any means. Um, and then I did why is my good reads not working? As long as I read much, hold on. Please hold. And then I read look, Glimmers of You. I did that on audio. You just can never go wrong with Catherine Cowles, in my opinion. It's like always a mystery romance. She gets um, very Debbie Perry vibes. Deb- big Debbie Perry vibes. And like you can never go wrong with the audiobooks. No, like I,
0: I did Whispers of Is that the first one? Yeah. On audio, and I really liked it. Like I really liked it. Like I wasn't like, oh, I need to read Second Yet. Like, I kind of have... They're been, good, like, like cleansers. Saved. Yeah, I've them like, saved for later. And
1: they're all interconnected, so, like, yeah. you don't need to read them in tandem. I think it's a good book to, like, keep... Like, right. I listened to that because I had nothing else to listen to, and I'm yeah. trying to be better with, like, not buying Audible credits. And then I read bad luck charm bad luck charm and honestly it was everything that i fucking needed more you know like you're looking for a specific type of book yes and you just can't find it yeah i haven't been able to find like a good witchy rom romcom in like forever like there's um go hex yourself and like they're like re- they're threes to me like they're good palate cleansers you get a good couple chuckles but like nothing nothing worthwhile in my opinion um But this, like, hit so hard. And I was was a little nervous at first because I saw the page count, and it's 500. Which, like, we have our thoughts about contemporary romance books or rom-coms or 500 fucking pages.
0: Yeah.
1: I will say I personally was not bothered by this. I loved it. Okay. Um... I also do think because the main character the female main character is afraid of commitment basically like she grew up complete trash like her mom was like a junkie bringing home different guys every day yeah. like in and out of trailer parks sometimes her mom just like locked her out so like it really made sense to not fall head over heels with this one guy automatically because of her relationship yeah. issues so like it really made sense for it but like Take it as you will. This might be a little bit long for you, but, like, I thought it was done very well. I did not want it to personally end. If she wrote 500 more pages, I would have read 500 more pages. Um, But it was, like, the perfect combo of, like, rom-com meets cozy mystery meets, like, really good spice. Yeah. It's based in Salem. Um, It just, I don't know. It tickled my fucking fancy out. I basically told my husband, like, you have to watch the baby because I need to read this in a day. Um, And she's coming out the second, I think, in November. Like, I loved it so much that I messaged her on Instagram. Yeah. And I mean, that's all I, I've done so
0: far. I'm going to read it. You should. Because, like, it's I feel really like cute. it's very rare that you go, like, that...
1: Rogue about, like, loving a book yeah. like that?
0: Yeah. No, I was fucking obsessed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now I am going to start Dead Romantics on audio tomorrow. I am 150 pages into Cross by Emily McIntyre. So it's, like, book five now, I think, in her fractured fairy tale. Or never after novel. I, whatever she calls these. Um... So far, so good. We can talk about it next time. Um, Where are you currently? I am
1: currently reading You, The View. Oh,
0: yeah. And on audio, I'm doing Fox Club, which is book two of the Belladonna series. I know. I need to buy that. I need to go read that. Um, So for September, okay, so next week, we are going to discuss um, Unravel Me by Becca Mack. Um, And then September, the two books that we are going to read are Out on a Limb by Hannah Bonham Young. And A Curse of Dark and Lonely, finally, finally, by Bridget Kemmerer. It's a mouthful. It yeah. is a mouthful. We also, I think, are going to be meeting her at a Defy the Night. And really, sorry, we're we very excited about this. A Defy the Night um, bookish event in September. So we'll probably read A Curse of Dark and Lonely around that same time so we can kind of like recap it all together. Mm-hmm. But we will put out the calendar, um, I don't know, maybe like next week or maybe this week. So just stay tuned for that on Instagram. Yes. And on that note, Katie, do it again. Sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for
1: listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub dot book club one at gmail.com
1: we appreciate your support
0: see you fuckers